I'm Liz Hirschnoff-Tolley, and welcome to Capital Coffee Connection. And I'm really excited because we have an amazing guest today who is a newbie in the Congress. Um, and in just a couple of minutes, we're going to get to know him. First, I want to just talk about why we're doing this podcast. So one of the things that I've learned over the years, having relationships with really incredible leaders, they're good people, and they're doing really hard work, and they're really doing it for all the right reasons. And one of the things that I found when I speak to others about politicians, elected leaders, is people will say, ah, they're just a cutout. They're just a, another politician. And I will say to them, oh, but they have all these amazing qualities. And that's very hard to actually share with somebody. So I thought through this podcast that we could have those conversations so folks out there can get to know who these amazing leaders are. And, you know, if you think of the human genome, which basically says by our DNA, we are 99.6% the same. So there is a 0.4% difference. And what I hope to discover through these conversations is what is the 0.4 that makes us different? And how do we actually come together as opposed to pulling us apart? I, I think back to 9-11. I was really pregnant any day due with my fourth kid. And we saw... Our country saw the tragedy of what took place in New York. And even though I was on the West Coast at the time, I still remember feeling like it was next door. I felt scared. I was shocked. And I was angry. And I, I was, a couple of days later, I gave birth to Kobe. And I just remember that period of time as just being so different in my understanding of our country. And... I, I kind of fast forward to today uh, with my guest, who is Congressman Chris Deluzio from Pennsylvania. And we're going to talk a little bit, but he got involved in the work that we're doing uh, as a country because of what happened on 9-11. So I, I, it, this isn't an easy conversation, sure. but I also think it's an important one because it's what got you to get involved. Um, Congressman Deluzio is, represents Pittsburgh, and you are in Pennsylvania's 17th Congressional District, and um, which is like the suburbs of Pittsburgh. We surround the city in almost every direction. Surround the city. Yeah. Um, and what, I, what I'd love to do is just start talking about where you come from, how you began, but then to also talk about what 9-11 meant to you, and sure. because you are a veteran of Iraq three times, and I think you have an interesting story to share with folks. Well, Liz, thank you. Um, I'm delighted to be here with you and appreciate the chance to have this kind of conversation. Good. Uh, I'll start with where I'm from, and it's where I Please. represent. You know, I, I where I grew up is in my district, right? Uh, which means I represent my parents, which is yep. a fun thing. Um, you know, I went to high school in Western Pennsylvania, and as you said, 9/11 um, was what drove me into a life of service that I'm now in an elective office, but was in in the military before. So I was a senior in high school on 9/11 when you were getting ready to give birth. Yeah, and that know, shows you how old I am. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I was I had been applying to the Naval Academy. Yeah, uh, I had some thought that I wanted to serve. And that day came and I had some of the same emotions and feelings that, that you had. And I'm sure so many of my peers who went into military service or were in had that day. Uh, and it you know, erased any doubts I had in my mind about whether I would go do this. And so I went to the Naval Academy after I graduated, 
And that set me on a path to, to serving as an officer after I graduated. I deployed at sea twice, went to Iraq, um, and ultimately, you know, I, that my time in Annapolis, for me, really reinforced my love of this country. I was preparing to lead you know, Americans in harm's way, um, and it you know, just set for me my core beliefs about this country and wanting to devote my life to service as best I could. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about your parents because, um, you know, I, I think about like your mom and how, I, I shouldn't just say yeah. your mom, but both your parents, but knowing that you were going uh, to Iraq to serve. You know, I... And you're a parent now, so I how do you see now. it? I am a parent now. At the time, I didn't quite get it right. I didn't have my own children. Um, I was off doing what I was doing overseas, I can't imagine what they went through or any parent goes through whose kid is, you know, in a place like Iraq or who's, yeah. you know, a cop or some doing something that's dangerous. I can't imagine it. My kids are six, four and two. I'm not ready for that for yeah. them. And who knows what they will pursue in life. Um, but, you know, they were very supportive of me when I was abroad on deployments and, you know, getting neighbors and friends to send us care packages and oh, things to make us great. feel like we were loved and appreciated. Yeah. And get some tastes of home, which means something to have, means a lot. you know, have snacks and things yeah. sent to you from people yeah. who care about you. Yeah, uh, It was an important thing of, you know, frankly, lifting people's spirits and lifting our morale when we were off doing something tough. And really tough. You know, you get homesick when you're yeah. overseas. Yeah. Um, you in school played baseball. I did. And you were a catcher. I, I read this. Mm -hmm. And one of your friends wrote, he was a catcher when he was a baseball player. And a catcher is kind of like the quarterback in football. He's just a natural born leader at his core. A guy last name Hickton said this. Um, is that true? <laughs> I like to think so. And, and David Hickton's a great friend and mentor of mine. He was actually uh, my boss at my job before I ran for Congress. And oh, he wow. was President Obama's U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh and just a great guy. Yeah. Uh, I think catchers don't get enough respect and love. You take a lot of lumps back there, but you are really managing a lot of the game. And I loved it. And and I don't know if you caught this. I, I played in the congressional baseball game, which is our game for charity. Yeah, but how There's, did you Dems do? <laughs> we lost. That's what I heard. It was not a great outing for all of us, uh, but it was a lot of fun. But did you show leadership? Were you the catcher? I, I, I pitched and caught, so I was on both sides of it, <laughs> not at the same how time. Did you, I was going to say, how did you do it at the same time? I, I first was pitching, and then I caught for Pete Aguilar okay. uh, toward the end of the game, or the latter half of the game. But the Republicans did win, I understand. They did beat us. They did. But it was fun. It's a lot of fun. And we, I love that this is something you do together. It's one of the rare things. And look, we raise money for charity. You know, It's beautiful. It, it, it is one of the few fun things for a good cause that still happens there. Yeah. You know, I think the places where you know, we are, are able to get along are, are dwindling. Yeah, and you got to keep fighting for those that you can. I think that's right. Yeah. So going back to high school for just a minute, do you sure. have a teacher or um, somebody that inspired you or even a moment that you can reflect back on that you laugh now or that you remember fondly that you could share? Oh, my baseball coach, actually, who's who's since passed, was just a legendary kind of coach, and players loved him, and he was very smart. But he was a great you know, leader of for us at the time, young men. Yeah. Um, and it was more than just about baseball, but just a, a guy who really cared about us. Um, wasn't heavy-handed or over the top, but helped guide us and divide and and uh, push us to be better and care about the thing we were committing to. At this point, it was a baseball team, but was broader yeah. than that but it was life lessons yeah, right? absolutely and, and you know for me at that point 
um, you know, I'm a high school kid, but I'm gearing up to go to Annapolis where I'm going to train to be an officer and lead people. So I, I think, and I hope I was paying attention to a lot of this because I was preparing to do something yeah. a little bit different, you know, after high school. Yeah. We're having coffee. Capital Coffee Connection. So I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. And enjoy the uh, cappuccino with oat milk. Yeah. I, I got you this because I figured everyone likes a cappuccino with oat milk. Um, talk a minute. Again, we're not here to talk about politics and partisan. But in Iraq, and, and yes, your parents supported you and you got these amazing support. But talk about the camaraderie for just a minute because... When you're there, no one says, while you're working hard together, I'm a registered Republican, I'm a registered Democrat, I'm an independent, I don't, I this. You're basically a team. And and how did that shape who you are? I sometimes talk about this um, in my life now in politics of the military was a formative experience in my life. And, and a thing that I felt deeply was we were a team. There's a saying in the Navy, ship, shipmate, self. You put the mission first, others come before you. Yeah we had to work together, right? And people in uniform come from every walk of life, yeah. all over the country. It is a really beautiful thing, frankly, uh, that happens at, on a ship, in a unit, whatever the case may be. You didn't really have time for the big fights on politics or whatever the thing was. You had to focus on what brought you together. Uh, I experienced that deeply across the units I was with. And, you know, I, I think you sort of come away with an appreciation of this country and how broad it is, where people come from. Yeah. And I'll say, and not to take us too far down into a bunch of politics, we, did, we just really didn't have time or get into fighting over an idea of, oh, who had a monopoly on loving this country or who, you know, were the only types of views that made you patriotic. That just right. was not, everyone was serving. Uh, and that just was not on Serving our agenda. Serving with their hearts. Absolutely. Because there's nothing more that you can invest in than being in the military for our country. It, it was, I'm proud that I did it. And I, I really got to know a lot of good people who That's came great. from so many different places in this country. Yeah. We talked a little bit earlier about like your kids and, you know, the perspective changes when you're a parent. Yeah. Um, and you are married to Zoe and you all have three kids, six, four, and two. We got our hands full. You both have your hands full. Talk a little bit about how you balance, because she has a career, and you have a career, and you have these three children. And how do you make it all work? It's, it's a constant juggling of so many different priorities. Yeah. And our family is so important to us. Zoe's an attorney. We met in law school, actually. And so she's got a full-time job. You know, I am lucky in terms of serving in the Congress that my trip home to Western Pennsylvania is quite short. Yes. You know, on a day that I fly in for votes... I'm dropping my kids off at daycare or school and making breakfast with them. Mm -hmm. uh, on, on the day that we're done voting, I get home usually for dinner time. That's great. Most folks, that's not the situation for them in Congress. So I'm pretty lucky there. My family is in Western Pennsylvania. They're you know 20 minutes away from where we live. They help us a lot. Uh, it, it takes a whole team, you know, to, and takes a more than just you know, my wife and me, Zoe, to to make it work for us. But uh, it's an honor to get to do this and. I would not be able to succeed and do anything in this kind of service if Zoe wasn't supporting me and with me. And it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's important. I, I, I've really come to understand just the demands of a leader and what the spouse has to do to support yeah. them. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And, you know, it's um, most folks, I think, don't realize how much falls on a spouse. Right. Um, for someone to be able to serve in public office. It, it really is a big sacrifice. And uh, it it. I think so many of my colleagues and I 
who have young children and have families, we talk about this and talk about the sacrifice that our spouses also bear yeah. here. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to just switch, but you have a dog named Yankee Doodle. I do. Okay, so tell us about what kind of dog Yankee Doodle is, and is Yankee Doodle really your fourth kid? <laughs> he was the first one, actually. Right, but I'm saying the fourth of your four yeah. children. Sorry, yeah. No, he acts that way. Um, we think he's a cockapoo. He's a rescue dog, so we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a great dog. And uh, because he was around when the babies came, he's used to these kids just you know dominating the room and playing with him, and he's, he's just a great part of the family. That's nice. Yeah. Um, we're going to switch now to some questions with quicker answers. You can okay. take as long as you'd like, but they are more just for people to get to know you and your character, your basic humanity. Um, you were abandoned on a desert island. What would be the one meal you would wish for? Pasta. What kind? Ooh, I have to pick just one kind? No, you don't. I just thought I'd ask. Ooh. Any pasta? Okay, what kind of sauce? Maybe a pesto or just a basic red sauce. Do you need Tomato a glass basil. of red wine? That, that, that helps. <laughs> I'm an Italian kid, so that yeah. helps. Yeah. Molto bene. Um, if you're taking a run, and I'm assuming you still have a little time to take a run here and a there, bit. what kind of music do you listen to? Ooh, it, I have a weird eclectic taste. Okay. It could be anything from I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Okay. Uh, I was listening to Springsteen today. I like okay. some 90s rap. So I'm okay. kind of all over the place. Good. Just uplifting music. Yeah. Worst advice you've ever received? Best advice you've ever received? Worst advice, um, don't run for Congress. <laughs> Ended up winning, so that, that yeah, was bad didn't advice. listen to that worst. Uh, best advice? Yeah. Marry Zoe, which I did. That's a good one. Okay. Um, if you have time for free time, do you have a hobby, something that you love to do that doesn't include work and maybe not even include your family, just something you enjoy doing? I've gotten into riding my bike more. We've got great trails along the rivers mm -hmm. in Western PA in my district. And so I try to go on a bike ride with some friends or by myself when I get some time. And that usually means before everyone's awake. And you have a helmet on. Yes. Okay, good. Um, favorite color? Navy blue. Zodiac sign? Cancer. Okay. I hope you know yours. It <laughs> um, doesn't mean you have to believe in it, but we've got to know I ours. I think for a second. Yeah. Favorite household chore? So if you had to do one thing in the house that you kind of like doing, what would that be? Walking the dog. That's a good one. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world that you haven't been, where would you go? Yellowstone. Hmm, that's a good one. I, there's this quote that I want to go back to kind of where we were earlier, and I just want your thoughts on it and see if you still think this is very pertinent. You wrote, or you said, I learned a pretty simple lesson when I was at the Naval Academy. The idea that there is something more important than all of us, that's this country, that you ought to put others ahead of yourself. And so those values are things I learned pretty young that shaped me today and the way I try to represent our region down in Washington. And I think that is who you are. Talk about just a little bit like, again, non-politically, but the ways that people can represent their country, ways that you feel like when you're talking to young people, what they can do. And it's not about voting, remember. Yeah. It's really about participating. Well, I do still feel that way very deeply. It's, I think it's the core of who I am. And to really answer your question, I think there are limitless ways people can represent or serve. Uh, you're a kid doing service projects in your community. You're cleaning up. You're volunteering for things. Elected office is certainly not the only way folks can do this. Being involved and civically engaged, I think, has a 
ton of avenues for people to be parts of society and you know, put others first at times. Uh, I think service is just, for me, a central part of who I am and what I believe, and it drives how I try to do this job. But again, you don't have to be an elected official to have a service mentality, and it can be in ways small or big, you know, as, as life allows you to, to do it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to switch it up a little bit and ask you, you know this game Kiss Mary Trash? It's got different names, but that's how we call it on okay. this program. And you smile because I'm sure you know some other names. <laughs> um, and I'm going to give you three areas or three things. And please answer what you'd kiss, what you would marry, what you would trash. And feel free to elaborate. This isn't a, um, it's not a quiz show, so you can kind of explain why it is that you maybe, or just tell us. Okay. Um, seasons, summer, spring, winter. And we know you're from Pennsylvania, so that could be affecting this. Okay. Um, I'm kissing the winter. I'm smashing spring and I'm marrying the summer. Okay. That's what it was? Kiss? Marry. Well, you said smash, but I said trash, but I like oh, smash. Trash? That's okay, kind of good. That's a good one. I like it. It's all good. I got it. Smash, trash, kind of the same. All right. Um, recreation. Let's say with your kids where you could show what you really have. Ping pong, pool, or miniature golf? Kissing ping pong, uh, marrying miniature golf. Trashing pool. Trashing pool. Have you taken your kids miniature golfing? Yes. Isn't that the best for them? They're a little hectic. (laughs) Um, I just remember it it was only important what color the ball I got. So I can imagine your kids have some of that. There's some competition in my family too. It's good. It's good. It's all good, healthy. if you were going to have time to relax, which doesn't sound like you have much, uh, Netflix, reading, meditating. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'll kiss Netflix. I'll marry reading. I'll trash meditating. I have enough time. Yeah. That kind of seems to be a theme among a lot of political leaders mm-hmm. because there's meditating requires just shutting down. It's so hard. It's so yeah. hard to do. Yeah. And there's always, I mean, I'll, to elaborate a bit. No, please. Th- I wish I had so many more hours in the day to read. There are so many things that I can't get to that I want to. So that's why I say I'm married there. I I wish I could do so much more reading than I I already get to do. I know. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Which meal? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Kissing dinner. I'm marrying breakfast. I'm trashing lunch. I could eat breakfast for every meal. It's that's your favorite. I love it. What's your favorite food there at breakfast? Love a good egg sandwich. Corned beef hash with eggs over easy is an all-timer for me. Yeah. Oatmeal, love a good oatmeal. Okay. Um, music, pop, country, hip hop. Kissing hip hop. Marrying pop, trashing country. Okay. Movies, comedy, romantic, thriller. Kissing the rom coms. Yeah. I think I'm marrying uh, the thriller. What's the third? comedy no, so I'm, you put I'm, them I'm, together you put yeah, the rom-coms yeah, so you could okay. only, that's okay you did good you did i guess that's we'll go with that answer yeah yeah you prefer rom-coms to thrillers yeah. so zoe and i watched a lot of rom-coms and we still do and so it's like a fun thing we'll sometimes get yeah, to watch so really nice. that's, that's nice to keep for me yeah i didn't put disney in there which is probably where <laughs> you spend a little yeah. time these days as well kids love it all Gosh, yeah. i know every song to moana and frozen and everything else would that's, you like to sing anything i us? would not okay you, cool. you don't want me to sing believe me <laughs> okay 
food types, Mexican, Japanese, Italian. That's really hard. I'm kissing Mexican. Okay. I'm marrying Italian. My name's Deluzio, after all. Deluzio. What I does mean, Deluzio mean in Italian? I don't know. I think it's something with light. Of I, should, the I light. should know that. Yeah, you should. And I guess I have to trash um, Japanese food, which breaks my heart. I know, because it's kind of good, too. That, that's, that's a tough question. Yeah. Okay, this is... Oh, being an Italian, this is going to be the best one for you. Okay. Which kind of pasta? Fusilli, penne, spaghetti? Ooh, that is an unfair question. I guess I'm kissing fusilli. I'm marrying penne, which means I have to trash spaghetti. Yep. That's tough. But you got to... You gotta, we have to make hard choices. I understand. That's just a, that's what that, you do that's, all that's day, tough. and I'm asking that's you to a, do it on your on your day off. Yeah. Basketball, baseball, football. Oh, so the thing you got to know about Pittsburgh is we are deep, deep Steelers fans. Yeah, I know. I also love, and baseball was my favorite game as a kid. So I'm marrying baseball. I guess I got to kiss football and trash hoops, which also breaks my heart. Yeah. You didn't, you're tall, but you didn't play basketball. I played basketball in high school. Yeah. Um, but between the Steelers and pit football and then Navy, it, it just, it's hard to give up. Yeah. You're really I, getting some tough questions here. Yeah, those are, and those are supposed to be the <laughs> softballs. So we're doing really well. So this goes to, now we're kind of at the end where I would love to ask you, and this is what I've asked each guest. First, what does joy mean to you? Hmm. Because everybody has a little bit different understanding of what joy means. Yeah. What brings you joy? And how do you feel as a concept, if you have joy, that you can share that with others? Oh, that's a great And question. it's more about being positive in nature yeah. because we find so many people share negative energy. And I hope that through this, we remind ourselves that we can share positive energy. Well, I think there's a sense of warmth and of being unencumbered by... The, the negative anxieties or pressures of everyday life. You know, I'm in partisan fights all the time in politics. So for me, a lot of it is around my family, which you've had, you've had young children, you know, they can be frustrating at times, but they also do bring you great joy. And uh, it's not just my kids, it's with my wife or the kids on their own. My family's a lot of it. Um, and I'll be honest, for me, the moments when I get to reflect on the service that I am in right now, that does bring me great joy. I'm very proud of it. I'm very honored to get to do it. So you know, it comes in a lot of different ways for me. Um, but I think if you ever lose that in this work, you're probably in the wrong line of work. Right. Because this is a tough thing. Um, and you put yourself out there, but it's worthwhile doing. And if you don't feel that joy, something's probably not right. Yeah. And it, it seems so interesting because, again, joy, you think it is like an easy word. Yeah. But I do feel that it's something that many people don't take time to appreciate and you actually just said about taking the time to really appreciate what you have and and yeah. the opportunity to serve well there's a sense of fulfillment around it to me that's maybe what i'm getting at too yeah. is the things i've talked about bringing me joy are things that i think are fulfilling right purpose family love yeah so, uh, so those are all sources of it for me well first i want to say thank you thank you and thank you for serving our country both the service in the military and now the service of uh in the house but also just the service of being a father who takes care of kids and spends time with his kids and a husband who understands the importance of being a partner to his wife. Because I also think those are really important uh, messages and important things for those folks out there to see, which is 
it's hard to do it all, but she's sort of managing to get it all done. Try our best. Yeah. Well, thank you. Liz, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Hi, it's Liz. Please join me every Tuesday for coffee to talk about heart and humanity with our elected leaders. Ciao.